This summer, we've seen deadly natural disasters all across the country. Fires in California, floods in Kentucky, a heat wave in the Pacific Northwest. So what's causing all these different extremes? In our weekly climate conversation, we're going to go deeper with Dr. Scott Collis, an atmospheric scientist at nearby Argonne National Laboratory. Welcome back, Scott. Thank you, Melba. You know, and like I said, we're seeing these extreme events in different parts of the U.S. right now, fires, floods. Is it fair to ask, are these connected at all? Scientifically speaking, they absolutely are. And this mightn't surprise you, it actually comes back to our warming climate. We've often talked about no one event can be attributed individually to climate change. It loads the dice. But in a nutshell, the reason why we're seeing these two things or three things that may not seem to be linked is that warmer air, like a sponge, can hold more water. And Scott, for those of us who aren't scientists, help us understand the physics of what's happening in our atmosphere to cause all this. Absolutely, Melba. We talked about air being like a sponge that can hold more water the warmer it gets. So when air passes over warm water in the Atlantic and blows directly over Kentucky and hits these these unstable storms and gets wrung out, that's where we get that extreme rainfall we've been seeing in Kentucky. It's a little harder to see how this can be connected to heat waves and to uh, droughts. However, When we get warm air, and especially as it gets pushed over mountains or bored over land, that air dries and its capacity to suck moisture out of the ground increases. Also, when air sinks that was wet before and heats up as it sinks from the upper atmosphere down to the surface, creating what we call these heat domes. That's what's happening in the Pacific Northwest, like in Portland, where they've just broken the number of consecutive days over 95 degrees in a, in a city that really doesn't have the same kind of air conditioning that we see here in the Midwest. You know, and compared to Kentucky and California, the Chicago area hasn't seen that dramatic of a summer. But earlier this month, we talked about how parts of Illinois were in a flash drought. That's a drought that develops faster. How are things looking now? That's a really good point. And so this is where a single number doesn't tell the whole story. If we look at our average conditions for July just finished right now, we actually hit our average temperature of 75 Point two degrees, almost exactly on the dial. Um, we ended up with above average precipitation with 4.5 inches compared to our normal 3.7 inches at O'Hare Airport. But if folks remember back to around the 23rd and 24th of July, we got a lot of rainfall then. In actual fact, over those two days, we got over two inches of rain. So we got more than half our rainfall in one single event. We can't attribute one event to climate change, but this is what we see in the climate simulations that are run at Argonne by the Department of Energy. We really do expect in a future climate where it's been warmed up by greenhouse gases to get more of our rainfall in fewer events going between flash droughts and heavy rainfall. Dr. Scott Collis is an atmospheric scientist at Argonne National Laboratory. If you have a topic you want us to cover in our weekly climate segment, you can email climate at wbez.org. This is WBEZ.